This is WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Three, two, one. And hello, I'm your host, Wes Bleed. This was definitely the biggest, most intense storm that I've ever seen. Uh, at my my personal house, we had wind gusts of 140 miles an hour. Um, the area, our area has just been totally devastated. That's Kenny Gibson with the Echo Water dealership in Venice, Florida, talking about the impact of Hurricane Ian. And welcome to WQA Radio, where we bring you news and insights about the water treatment industry and promote better water quality around the world. This is episode number 287. If you're joining us for the first time or new to the industry, welcome. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss a show. It's the magic of podcasting. And be sure to share the podcast with someone you know. We're publishing this on October 5th of 2022. You can find us at wqa.org on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And in this episode, we'll talk with WQA member Kenny Gibson on the front lines of the response to Hurricane Ian. Kenny describes his experience in the storm, the impact it's had on his employees and family, how his team is responding to customer needs, and lessons learned from the storm. Plus, some ideas on how we can help. Later, we'll have our Motivational Minute and WQA tip. Now on to Kenny Gibson in Florida on WQA Radio. We are joined now by Kenny Gibson down in Florida, in the Venice, Florida area, where he is president of the local Echo Water dealership there, one of the areas hard hit by Hurricane Ian. Kenny, thanks for taking time out. And I know uh, what is a very busy time for you right now. And we appreciate your giving us some uh, reaction, uh, some kind of perspective on what's been happening from the water treatment industry side of things. So first of all, welcome. Uh, thank you, Wes. Good to be here today and and discuss this with you. And for those who don't know Kenny, Kenny is very active in both the state and the National Water Treatment Associations, past president of uh, Florida WQA, uh, past uh, Federal Government Affairs Committee chair of WQA. So very active. Uh, I rem- remember spending some time with you at the DC fly-in a few years ago. So uh, we appreciate your involvement in the industry and also at this time. And and I guess just to begin, Kenny, what was it like uh, when Hurricane Ian struck? Yeah, so I, I've lived in Florida since 1979, moved from New York uh, when I was 12, and experienced a lot of different storms, Charlie probably being the biggest storm uh, that hit our area, you know, uh, probably 10 years ago, 12 years ago. By comparison, this was definitely the biggest, most intense storm that I've ever seen. Uh, at my my personal house, we had wind gusts of 140 miles an hour. Um, the area, our area has just been totally devastated. Um, many, many homes were destroyed. Uh, I I have two uh, current employees and, and also my, my ex-wife and partner in this business, Kenna, uh, their homes were destroyed. 
So uh, real heartbreaking to see a lot of people suffering right now. Uh, we still don't have power at, at our business. We're running on generators. Uh, I, I had power at my house uh, yesterday for a little while, then it went off again at four in the morning. Uh, we, we don't have internet service, but we're using cell service uh, to do the best we can. So definitely um, a big impact on our area for sure and our customers. Well, I'm so sorry to hear uh, of all of that. And, and obviously, uh, we've heard so many stories on the news and we've been reading about this. And uh, as we record this, we have a death toll of over 100. So we know it's been devastating for so many families and residents of Florida. What have been the immediate drinking water issues, if I may ask? So um, uh, I, I, I kind of emailed you a picture, too, so you can kind of get a feel for what we're dealing with with drinking water, Wes. So we have both uh, people on municipal water, and then we have people in what's called the unincorporated areas where it's all well water, and they're, they have their own well pumps, pressure tanks, and water treatment systems. So a lot of these systems were completely annihilated and tossed and they're in their yards and their neighbor's yards. So as people are getting the water back, I'm, I'm sorry, their power back, you know, their, their pumps are wanting to turn on that aren't connected. And, and obviously uh, uh, we're trying to respond to all these people. Like currently we have over a list of, of 100 people waiting for us to get out there to get their systems reinstalled or at least looped where we can get their water going. At the same time, we're sanitizing uh, the wells with well sanitizing tabs. And also uh, people with RO systems, we're recommending they use the pro product sanitizer uh, in the, uh, to sanitize their RO systems. A lot of people on municipal water, the same thing, they've gotten boil water alerts. So a lot of those people that have our systems are reaching out to us and we're recommending the same thing that they use the sanitizer products in their systems to re-sanitize, to make sure that their water's safe. Um, a tremendous amount of questions coming in and it's kind of hit or miss whether we can actually get the phone calls or not. So um, I'm sure people are going to WQA.org uh, to look at some of that stuff too. So people are definitely concerned about their drinking water, definitely concerned if once their water restored, if what they need to do to properly make sure their system sanitized. And how are you able to respond uh, to all of these requests and demands? Didn't you mention that you had some of your uh, team members who were affected by the storm? Yeah, it's it's been really challenging. Uh, we're all working seven days a week, uh, you know, eighteen to twenty hours a day right now. We're we're prioritizing people, uh, you know. We have one staff member right now that, that can't work, uh, had a new baby and their home was totally flooded out and they were re relocated to Tampa for the time being. Uh, we're hoping to have him back. Also, our, our van, our work van for that particular employee was part of the Northport, Florida flood. So our van was, was uh, submerged underwater also. So we're down a vehicle too, but we're doing our best. Um, there, people are being great. Uh, there are some situations where people are willing to wait. Uh, we're doing all the high priority calls where we're going out and getting people's systems reinstalled. Uh, if we can't put the equipment back, at least getting their pumps and pressure tanks going. People on municipal water where the systems blow, blew away, we're, you know, re-looping it so at least they have water. 
Um, so we're doing it with the staff we have. Um, I've been out there myself quite a bit, turning the wrench again. Uh, so uh, feels good to be able to help people and, and get the water back because the smile that it provides on their face is worth worth it. Um, and then uh, for the for the remainder of the day, we're trying to take care of ourselves and do the things that we need to do to, you know, filing claims to get our properties fixed and, and things of that nature and take care of our business. So um, it's definitely been challenging, but, uh, you know, we're, we're definitely built for it. I'll, I'll t tell you that uh, the people around here, Wes, and the staff have been fantastic. What do you see as some of the ongoing issues and how long will these continue to be an issue? Uh, I think we're in for quite a, a long haul. Um, you know, we're going, you know, tomorrow will be, you know, six days that we haven't had power at the office. Um, and, you know, there's the governor says that there are some infrastructure that needs to be replaced. Uh, so I'm, I'm hoping we get power at the office soon. You know, we have a, a large customer base that we know that hasn't been able to even reach out to us to get us out there to fix their stuff, you know, um, because they have no way to call us or get a hold of us because they don't have service. So I think, I think that this particular area is going to take a while to get everything rebuilt and especially south of us too. We have all of Charlotte County, which was hit hard. Um, and then, you know, you got people uh, down in Fort Myers. Uh, Bobby Mast is the Echo Water dealer down there. I talked to him today, Wes. Uh, and they're doing everything in their power to get people safe water and get their water back. They were devastated also. I, I think that the recovery in, in our in our area will, will take, uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see some of it take a year um, mm. or more. So, uh, you know, but the people are being great. Uh, uh, people are being very polite, generous. Uh, so from that perspective, I can't complain. You know, we're we're just doing the best we can with what we have. When it comes to immediate needs, are, are people able to get bottled water in the in the meantime? Yeah. So one thing that we we have here at, at my business is we have three water vending machines. And uh, we were able to get the water vending machines up. Uh, right after the hurricane, uh, we have an RO plant. Now the RO plant did get hit. We had to reassemble it, sanitize it, and uh, get it plumbed back up. And we had we had uh, those vending machines working on generators right away. So we have a constant flow of people coming here, uh, purchasing uh, a gallon of water. It's kind of a community thing here. We we sell it for twenty five cents. Uh, and uh, people are, have been extremely grateful that we got the machines up and going. Uh, so definitely a lot of need for bottled water still. There's a lot of community community uh, foundations that are giving out water and food too. So um, so that part, people are definitely being taken care of. What are you learning, uh, Kenny, in the process here? Is that from either a water standpoint or from a business standpoint that might be helpful to our members? Well, what I would say is you can't prepare enough. Um, we thought we had enough generators. Uh, we didn't. <laughs> we went out and bought more. Uh, having the uh, transfer cords that you need, things of that nature. Uh, so I would say the big lesson from a personal standpoint and a business standpoint is trying to be prepared as much as possible. 
with all the essential things that you may need if you don't have services. So um, from that perspective, I would say that would be the biggest thing that we've learned. Um, and then also, I think that it's hard to account for employees that maybe won't be able to help because their homes were destroyed. You know, that that in, that's a big learning lesson for me because that has never happened before. Um, you know, to have a vehicle that we could desperately use right now not be available because it was part of the flood, you know, um, those are big learning lessons for me. Uh, the visual images that I have from what you're just, the, what you're describing um, is so sobering uh, that I think we're all thinking, okay, how can we help? How can we help? What, do you have any suggestions for how any of the members of WQA can help those in Florida? Yeah, you know, Florida has a lot of different things going on for donations and stuff. Uh, what I would say, too, is uh, for people that know me and, and my family and my employees, uh, I I set up a GoFundMe page for the three people that lost their homes. Um, and that can be uh, reached uh, at uh, my Facebook, which is Kenneth P. Gibson. If you go to Kenneth P. Gibson on Facebook, and send me a friend request, you'll be able to see that. Uh, my cell phone is 941-650-5568. If you text me, I can send you a link to the GoFundMe page. We're, we're basically trying to raise uh, $30,000 $30, so we can give each one of the three people $10,000 just to help them. Uh, uh, and that's just uh, uh, kind of a drop in a bucket on what some of the people are going to need. Uh, so any anything that can that help that can be helped there is is we'd be extremely grateful for. Right, and then as Kenny mentioned, we have the other uh, obvious donation opportunities through Red Cross and other agencies like this that we would obviously want to encourage everybody to participate in, if at all possible. And then if you do have any questions directly for Kenny regarding how you might help in Florida. Maybe you've got some extra time. Maybe you uh, have a few staff members that you would like to have, you know, volunteer a little bit of time. Again, Kenny, could you say your phone number so we can uh, make sure they have that? Yep. So I'll give you my phone number and my email. My phone number is 941-650-5568. And my email is super easy. It's Kenny, P as in Patrick, Gibson, at gmail.com. So K-E-N-N-Y-P-G-I-B-S-O-N at gmail.com. So yeah, that'd be great. I, I really appreciate uh, the association and Wes, you inquiring what you guys can do to help. It's much appreciated. Well, Kenny, thank you for the time. And I know you're very, very busy. So we appreciate it. Our best to you, your families, your, your uh, employees, and all of those in the uh, Florida water treatment community. Appreciate your joining us. Uh, thank you, Wes. Alrighty. Our Motivational Minute, we're going to touch on the theme of momentum as we head toward Convention 2023. Momentum is our theme, and it's important that attendees understand the power of momentum the power of momentum. Think about that. It has a power that is almost a force of its own. 
if you could use a sports analogy, say football, it is often said that just one play can turn the momentum of the game. One team struggling along suddenly produces a big play, the fans go wild, the opponents suddenly doubt themselves, the team that has been struggling is now believing in itself, they suddenly have momentum. Everything is different. And that's the way it can be in life. It can be for you and your business. If you're struggling, look for that next opportunity to change direction. Even a small win can begin to change things and build momentum. You begin to think proactively and positively. Your attitude changes. You begin to see opportunities where none existed. You see solutions where before you just saw problems. And that's our Motivational Minute. And now our WQA tip. We know it's been tough to hire the workforce you need, especially for dealers. That's why we have our WQA Career Center, where you can post a job and look for that next wave of talent. With the WQA Career Center, you can get the same state-of-the-art services that you would get with commercial job boards and more. Plus, WQA is a member of the Engineering and Science Career Network, so your job posts reach a much wider audience. Go to wqa.org careers to get started. And remember, WQA member companies get a member discount. Thanks for listening to WQA Radio, a podcast of the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. Remember, you can subscribe to WQA Radio on most popular podcast apps. Learn more about water at wqa.org and, of course, learn about WQA product certification, professional certification, and how you can become a member at wqa.org. This is Wes Bleed. So long from WQA Radio.